0: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.
1: Hello, BC listeners. Today's show is sponsored by CISO. This new ad-free streaming service brings users a nearly endless supply of top-shelf comedy. Head over to CISO.com right now to receive your first month for free. Hey, that's a free month of entertainment by entering promo code BADCHRISTIAN at checkout. That's S-E-E-S-O.com for one month of hilarious comedy for free with promo code Christian. Today's show is also sponsored by
2: Casper. Get premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Sleep on Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. Save $50 off any mattress purchased today by visiting casper.com slash bcpod and use promo code bcpod
1: at checkout. Today's show is also sponsored by Lyft. The free Lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand 24 7 for less than the cost of a cab. Right now, our listeners get three free rides up to $10 each. I mean, come on, that doesn't get any better than that. That's up to a $30 value when you enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN. That's three free rides when you enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN.
2: You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Three, two, one, Joey.
1: And back. I'm back. And of course, Toby, we in the house. Right. don't call it a comeback. Christian pool.
0: Well, you okay. can call it a comeback, Joey, because I am back. I'm back indeed, and I'm glad to be back on the podcast. I've missed everybody. And I'm very happy to be here. I look forward to having some fun today. How about y'all?
2: Now, Matt, where were you? Were you on vacation or?
0: Yeah, I just took the saddest <laughs> vacation anybody's ever taken. Two weeks off. <laughs> 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 it has been, but it really is a little bit of a vacation. I mean, I've been totally out of everything and there's something really nice about that. But yeah, if anybody I was doesn't ask you. Did, know, did you get to rest?
2: What? Did, did you get some rest
0: with yeah. this? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, if anybody doesn't know, my mom unexpectedly passed away uh you know, last a week ago Wednesday, so almost two weeks ago, while we were rehearsing to do Emory shows, which have been rescheduled. Let me take this opportunity to plug that. Uh, go Bam. to emorymusic.com dot com and you can see the new. We postponed those shows and added a couple more. So, and you know, go check those out. But yeah, we were rehearsing and I had to take off immediately. I got news that my mom uh, passed away. It's been really crazy. I'm not going to talk a ton about that specific thing because I probably will cry. But I'm going to avoid that right now. Um, and You know, yeah, so I've been totally out of the loop. I know y'all podcasted. I didn't even really catch it. But uh, here's one thing is uh, I got back here and sat down with Reva yesterday, and I'm a little irritated at this. I said, uh, okay, I know you've been shielding me from all the emergencies and all the big stuff and whatever's been going on, so tell me what's falling apart and what you needed me for and what I can fix now. And she looks at me and said, it's fine. So I'm a little irritated at y'all. Couldn't you made me feel a little bit more needed? I, it, uh, couldn't you have had a few things fall apart and had some emergencies while I was gone? Just feel like I Man, was needed. I feel totally bad. I,
2: I knew Reba was doing such a good job keeping everything together. I thought maybe I should fire her just to, so yeah. you'd feel welcome when you came back. Right. You can't handle when things are... You know, you can't handle not being... Totally in the mix of being needed, yeah, right? I mean, like I mean yeah. it's been a just to two say, weeks
0: and now found out that I the world doesn't revolve around me and it doesn't fall apart if I don't pay attention for a couple of weeks, which <laughs> yeah. is <just> disappointing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Toby fires Reva, and then we just tell you, hey, Reva could not work by herself. She had to have you there. Yep. So, yeah. I would have yeah, liked it better if on you on
0: had part. a few emergencies at least. But I am thankful to everybody, you know, the support and all that stuff. And we'll talk a little bit about that today. Some really interesting stuff. Um, it sounds that, weird to even weren't.
1: hear you say that. That's what's so crazy is it's been a while, but you just said your mom died, Yeah, man. That's just, it sounds yeah, well, weird. Well, I
0: mean, we got to at least,
2: at, 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 I mean, our listeners, I, I saw so many posts of people just really supporting you and stuff like that. Like, it is, it's an ongoing thing, and we and we joke about it, but, like, this is the most emotional thing ever that happened to a a guy who we joked about That's doesn't right. have emotions or something like that. Right? Yeah, a lot to did, talk did, about did, any, did Did anything new emotionally happened to you you think oh, like yeah a, did it, did, it, did, it, did it new depths uh new things
0: like uh, how you process stuff all all that stuff happened yeah um and you know i told Joey, he called me earlier today and asked how i was doing and i told him and i'll tell all the listeners now uh i've bottled it all up and i'm never gonna think about it again so <laughs> it's all good I'm back. <laughs> no, but no that's not true I, and then that's not how i handle stuff we've it's been like and of course i'm an emotional guy and it's been it's been awful it's been tragic it's right. been sad we've cried and i haven't tried to hide that and you know the the bottom line is that i know anybody that's experienced loss will know this it doesn't it just doesn't go away it just you know i'm a different i guess i'm a different person period like there's no getting out of yeah. that like having a kid changes you, losing some, I mean, it's just, it's a permanent change. I don't know if it'll be that noticeable to you, but there's a lot of other things that are are slightly different too. Um, man, has my wife been nice to me for the last couple of weeks. <laughs>
1: <Really>? <laughs> I was just going to ask, do you think that she like loves you more having seen all these sides of you that she's never seen before? Well, probably,
0: but even if it's just sympathy, I mean, she sure hadn't been on my case too bad. it has been kind of nice, <laughs> 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 she, you know, but yeah, I think so. I think it's good for every, I mean, you know, I feel way, way, way different of almost about everything, like uh, calmer, slower. And I don't know if that lasts or what. I don't know how permanent the changes are, you know. Um, but it's I feel a little bit like, well, I'll tell you what. You ever, I know some people and have seen, and other people will know this too, that when something like this happens, sometimes people change or go downhill or lose control or go right. off the deep end, that kind of thing. So for the first few days, I was wondering... Is that because is that possible? It, it, you know, will I handle this in the long run? Will I be resilient, or will I become a weirdo? Will I follow some other stuff? But and so I do want to say, I want to make sure, just for the record, that we cover a few things that we don't attach to this. So, <laughs> I have been deconstructing evangelicalism, in my Christianity, long before this event. So let's not tie that to it, okay. right? Uh, right. A, as you guys know, uh, also I've said on here before. Um, I've used and tried weed. It's legal here. I've been doing that a while. So if if you hear that I smoked right. weed or something, that, that I'm, <laughs> I didn't start using drugs after my mom passed, right? So that's that's on the record. <laughs> so I just want to make sure. And but I am interested to see like what my you know total perspective changes will be uh, you know over time. I definitely find myself at least temporarily much more tender and gentle and calmer with my kids and wife. And I mean, you know, it feels like I've a uh, gut punch. I have a you know, I'm nauseous most a, a lot, a lot of every day. You know, I spend being a little yeah. bit nauseous, kind of a feeling that's just always there. You know,
2: and, and th- that just catches you off guard, probably right. Yep. Like you, it's like you're just living your life, and all of a sudden, something like that, just, yep. just hits you. I, we we had Devin on while you were gone, and he was saying that it changed him because he really did think of like uh, more connection with people, like making mm-hmm. sure he told them more stuff or anything. Have you have you gotten there yet, or is this are, are you? Where are you at in the process? Do you think, like, you're just really still kind of right at the beginning of, of, like, would you call this grief? Would yeah. you Or, like, grieve, grieving? You haven't, like, uh, have you been
0: able to process really any of it? Or is it so fresh that it's just that, that's what this is? Well, it's crazy. Like, the day of is just the most insane thing ever. Smoke Like, totally not real. Much like when Clemson won the national championship. And you wake up the next day and it was super sad. The first day was just crazy. Second day was super sad. And then you just kind of go from there. But, um, you know, I'm very surprised, very surprised. Um, I've got at least two things to tell you that I, I have to admit or be humbled by or say things I may have been slightly wrong about or have a different point of view on. So I'm big enough to do that. But uh, okay. one would be, you know, You're a hero. The all the people that sent me messages on Facebook and text and all that stuff, those are the types of things I write off. Um. But man, are they meaningful in this case? Like that, everybody that I hadn't heard from in ten years, or people that I, whatever it is that's even just sent a message on my Facebook or text I me. Mean, man, there are literally—I mean, it's been crazy. Hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of stuff that I had to. In fact, I'm caught in the damn uh, thank you note loop now. They sent me something, <laughs> now send, you know, so I'm caught in that. Which I, you know, I like to complain about that kind of stuff, but it really means something. I want to talk about that a little bit later. But it's something about somebody sharing your grief um they been just being willing to do it that's weird like our friend logan's mom passed away and he sent me yep. a text and said uh and I, it was the week before and i had sent luckily because i'm very bad at this stuff i almost never give condolences or go out of my way to give people messages because i feel like well that's just silly or it'll seem trite. Right. And so I usually don't do it, but I did with Logan. And then he texted me and said that this is a time when it almost made him, it, This is one of the times when having somebody else experience a loss actually made him feel better, you know, that yeah. he was going through it. And I wrote him back. It's like, are you saying you're glad my mom died? You know, <laughs> 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 but that's, that's the paradox <laughs> of it is, uh, Does it make you feel better that other people are sad too? It shouldn't, but it definitely does. It feels like they're carrying some of the burden. If if somebody comes up to me, um, and gives me a hug and they cry, that makes me feel better because they just because I'm not alone. I suppose is what's going on, and that makes humans really turn out to be an amazing thing. Like we have that capacity to share that, and it actually helps. And you know, stuff that I would never think helps. So if you reflect that on me complaining about birthday stuff. Um, it's just like when people send birthday messages. I suppose on some level, I can see the value in that. That I always make fun of people sending you Facebook birthday messages. This isn't exactly the same, but yeah. maybe for some people who are a little more in touch with people, or maybe don't feel as privileged as I do to be able to have a million throwaway birthday wishes, it really doesn't mean something. So there's some. So so, you know. so you're getting to experience
2: kind of like what Joey has got to experience. So Joey talks pretty openly about his depression, uh-huh. and so he so I know so many people that have read joy when I was doing true man this weekend, there's Joey at every single event. People are like, man, I can't believe Joey's book. It was so good for me to read that because I felt a little bit normal. And yeah. now Matt, you're, you're talking the same thing. Your mom passes away and now you get to experience that. And people like your story, part of your story gets to be, you know, that you know what it's like to lose someone so close to mm-hmm. you. And then, I mean, so like, I, I think it's really important. And then I'm sitting here going, uh, yeah. Uh, I get to relate to people that are just really mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, Toby's there for me because 'cause I'm just mad as hell.
0: And I just want to talk shit. That's I how talk you relate shit about people, people you can relate to. And they're at their maddest, <laughs> they you they need to know they're not alone. You're right there with them. Well, when they're in their you rage, You know how many people have been blessed by me because they got to go, yeah pastor <laughs> that, people are blessed by that's me right well i mean there's something about that and that's a, a capacity of humanity that really is amazing just that that there's that shared nature of it or or, or or if you think of the converse what it must really be like to be alone you know is just right uh, you know yeah i i agree i totally agree which i never feel I, I what i'm saying is i'm obviously super privileged that i can ignore birthday wishes and don't care about this and i walk through life just everything's good and then as soon as something's bad, I need people. It matters. Things matter. Emotion helps. You know, like, I get it. I mean, you know, that's true.
1: Well, well, I think what makes this situation interesting for me, though, is a lot of what you're saying, I believe you're only able to say it having experienced it yourself because I could hear you possibly saying with the whole hugging thing and people, you know, going down a line to hug people that it's really for them because they're super sad and hugging you makes them feel better i think you still probably believe that but you're saying that's a good thing no definitely i mean it's just
0: uh i don't know i mean i I just have to give credit to other people you know and not myself on on that and uh, yeah anyway i'm just saying i talk a lot of shit about stuff but you know this is emotional time it's real so now
2: now i'm now i'm stuck with two people who are gonna say it's needed it's you know needed. what, what I've gone through. It's needed. I'm, I'm needed. My story
1: is needed. Great. I wish <laughs> yeah, but, I had depre- I wish I had depression
2: or one of my parents
1: died. Damn it. Yeah. Hey, so Matt will be, Matt will be able to explain it scientifically for you though. So, <laughs> well,
0: the other thing is I've talked a lot of shit about for, well, first of all, my mom, for one, I use her at t- to joke about a lot. Although of course she and my dad are so good and incredible people, um, that, I've been able, I've been secure enough to joke about them and make fun of them. I also spent a, a good amount of time making fun of uh, my upbringing or or their church they go to, uh, which, particularly, oh my gosh, their Presbyterian church, which I joke about, um, ha- have left and made all manner of fun of. Man, is that a, really actually looking at it now? What a good community, how valuable it is, how valuable it was to me, yeah. and how well they've done in this and how important it is. And it's, and it's, it, it, it makes a lot more sense looking at it now, in, including they, their pastor there now is a woman. Her name is Brandy, and when they got a woman pastor at my parents' church growing up that I made fun of, I really just thought that how ridiculous, how silly, how dumb. I don't agree with that. That's not a good thing. And I haven't taken the time to look back, although I've changed a ton in my views on women and women in church and eldership and and pastorship. Um, It it took this for me to go, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, I totally think differently now. I can't tell you how thankful I am for her and what she is. And of course she should be a pastor. Are you crazy? What, What else could anybody have ever wanted than what she did at that funeral and what she does there? And it's just, it's absurd. Uh, you know, of course there should be women pastors. I don't know what else to say about that, but that's, yeah, that's yeah, something I've changed over time on.
2: Being at your mom's funeral, I just couldn't have imagined somebody, uh, taking the reins and being so loving and gentle and mm-hmm. caring like Brandy. She just did an amazing job. Like I just thought it it was exactly what was needed. And, and I think part of that was, I think the church really misses this. We miss a big aspect of like a, um, motherly feminine mm-hmm. nature that uh, we don't get, obviously guys cannot provide that. There's a really unique thing that's beautiful within women that is oftentimes more caring or more aware of the moment, maybe mm-hmm. even. And so I just thought, I thought it was beautiful. It, it was crazy. Your mom's funeral was just slam packed. I mean, there was an overflow room. I, I mean, she affect, I've known your mom for almost 20 years. And had a huge impact on my life. And just to get into the room, I had to sit on the very back row of the, of, of the balcony. Mm And I I was like, wow, that's just, that's amazing. Like I didn't take it as uh, like, I need a better sale. I was like, man, that's amazing. That's that
0: I, she affected me that much that I could barely get in the room. That yep. means that many people were affected yeah, and by they had her, a spillover felt- to another room of, yeah. of fifty more people in another room watching on video it was It was a wild thing. I mean it's just bizarre I, you know uh and I've made fun of my mom a lot. one thing I've complained about a lot is her listening to this podcast. I always asked her to not listen to this podcast <laughs> right. because it's embarrassing, I just don't like it, and we've fought about that, and I've made sport of it and uh well, you know so she doesn't listen to it anymore. that's a little bit sad, I know, except for. I suppose you could make the argument that in heaven she can see the podcast and maybe they have RSS up there or why. I don't know how it works, but there is that notion of they're looking down or you can see whatever. So perhaps it's worse now because not only can she listen to the podcast, like she can see like my wife and I have sex. And other weird stuff that, you know what I mean? It's, so it's either she's not listening anymore and that's all good, or she can, and a whole bunch of more stuff that she has the ability to do this really oh, embarrassing shit. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your yeah, mom you would be rich. You can never be... rub one out again, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. And think about all but your grandparents did... and everybody they are watching you beat off now. I mean, it's kind, that's really know, what that we're talking aspect about. aspect of
2: heaven is pretty awful.
0: It's yeah, horrific. Know. It's really yeah. embarrassing. Now that you say that, some of the shit I've done since my grandparents passed away, thats <laughs> I'm fucked. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> I mean, probably, what you say? He's looking down on us. Really? <laughs> <laughs> everybody in heaven has to think that everybody here on earth is just nasty. And my Just mom's nasty. a snoop too. She was a snoop uh, her whole <laughs> life. So if she's up there and has those powers now, you don't even want to know what she's snooping on. That's
1: scary. That's scary. And it's funny. Woo. And it's, uh, and I'll tell you something else that's funny. Let me, uh, so, you know, it, other listeners out there, has your mom died? And do you need to laugh? If so, <laughs> oh, let me do the. One. One. By far,
2: guaranteed, never been a more hor- horrific, horrific transition I'm that I loved too. <laughs> That I love, too. I've never been more offended and more
1: uh, proud of my friend, Joey. Anyway, if your mom has passed away and you (laughs) need to laugh, (laughs) hey, seriously, there's there's an awesome, awesome new uh, streaming service online, and it's free comedy. It's called CISO. It's amazing library of classic comedies. We've talked about it before, and, and it's worth just still spreading the news. I mean, because it's got back catalogs of, like, all of Saturday Night Live. I That's mean, so those, awesome. those are just—you can binge on those things. And 42 seasons of them, the, they, they also have the entire Monty Python catalog— the It crowd and more. But here's what's special about this. Not only can you look at stuff that's been out for a while, catch up on some memories, laugh at some old Chris Farley stuff, but they also debut T V series from My Brother, My Brother, and Me's the McElroy brothers. I mean, animated yeah. fantasy role playing game starring Dan Harmon, hilarious and famous comedian guests. All this stuff—it's just—it's just unbelievable. So CISO is the new home for all your favorite comedy. I mean, you, you want to check out comedy? Sign up for CISO, uh, Britcom stand-up specials, bingeable classics, and more, and it's all on demand. And guess what, folks? No ads. So if you like British comedies, you know Monty Python—it's just—it's got it all. So access CISO content from anywhere at any time using iOS, Android, Roku. Uh, Amazon, Fire TV, Apple TV, Windows, Xbox One. Uh, Ready for the punchline? Check this out. CISO is just $3.99 per month. So awesome. That's like $4. No joke. $3.99 per month for all the comedy you want anytime, anywhere, and it's ad-free. So go to S-E-E-S-O.com right now to sign up for one month for free with promo code BADCHRISTIAN at checkout. So this is the best offer CISO has going on right now. A free month of laughing your ass off uh, over some comedy using Bad Christian as your promo code. That's CISO.com, S-E-E-S-O.com, promo code Bad Christian. Mm -hmm. So I do
0: want to say thank you to everybody, basically, by the way.
1: So, yeah, and I do appreciate it. And I hope nobody
0: was hesitant to send me a message. Thank you for all the messages and the support. I can only count myself really lucky, especially given the nature of so many other bad things that that happen, and it makes you more aware of that too. You know, we've I've, I've you know had friends that have lost babies and other things that are just, just, just too much. Um, lately, there's been a big string of it, which I'm gonna circle back to when I said I think this whole thing really might be a simulation based on the sports and the politics. This supports my theory. <laughs> I think this whole thing's ramping up. I think. I think it's all part of the simulation here. It must be.
2: You think it's getting crazier and crazier? I mean, has, like, this is what's Bill, going on. Bill out. Bill, pa- Bill Paxton right. died. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's unbelievable. I mean, Bob, Bob from Biggest Loser had a massive heart attack. Mm-hmm. And, and is trying to recover right now. It's just, it's really crazy. Our you simulation
0: think, is going out of control is what I think.
2: And you think because, it, now, you are you still under the assumption that it's, it's
0: going out of control because crazier things are happening? Yeah, because we're about to wake up in the Matrix bubbles there, right? Yeah. We're being used as batteries or we're in somebody's computer simulation and they're just playing with us and it's yeah. getting, they have to get crazier and crazier to distract us so that we don't notice that we're in a simulation and wake up so that okay. politics. I, I don't want to be, w- <laughs>
2: don't wanna take the, I don't want to get too crazy here, but it, it, Joey, you probably, you would say you don't believe this is a simulation. You think this is real. This is yes. reality, right? Okay. Yes. Matt. I lean toward reality, but I'm just
0: supposing it could be a simulation. Yeah, of
2: course, of course. (laughs) You think that if, if this is a simulation, that each of us are real, but we're in a pod like the Matrix?
0: No, not necessarily. But, I mean, on its fundamental level, simulation theory is, again, it's a scientific thing that people love to discuss in the nerdy science... Way, but on the other hand, God and God's creation it, nonetheless is, of course, a simulation. Oh, there's yeah, no, yes. there's I I totally mean, agree. If, if He created it anyway, He created protons, and uh, I mean, He made it up in the first place. So, it essentially, it is a simulation, even if it every, God created what you call reality, nonetheless, it's, right. it's just a made up thing. Just, I mean, let me let
2: hold on let me go with my point here I, be, I see i'm still under the impression that i'm the only real person in right. this that y'all are made <laughs> up that, that i i am around you guys that i i like and and i mean i'll i'll i don't even want to say what i'm about to say but i'll Damn. just will y'all are not gonna think this is that cool or uh, y'all are gonna think it's horrific <laughs> it, either you'll you're think i'm stupid or it's horrific but there was, there, uh, so we're doing the uh, NPR thing, you know, uh, we're still, Joey, we were joking around, we have probably haven't told you, we told Joey it was over, but NPR's uh, All Things Considered, right, wants us to be on the radio show, and Matt was going to do it in Nashville. You and guys for kidding. <laughs> yeah yeah we were kidding they did the, yeah I, I just hadn't told you yet i just we we're totally kidding they want us to do it and they asked so matt was going to do well j- just for
1: our listeners sake they're yeah, kidding great. because it, it this was something that was ramping up we were all excited about and they wanted to interview one of us and i asked matt and toby if they heard back from them. they said yeah it's over they don't want it and so all yeah, this yeah. time i've been thinking who texting <laughs> we texted joey and said yeah they they don't care they don't like it we we made it sound real bad and
2: then we we just let the joke keep going i totally forgot but I was thinking, like, uh, did Matt, did something happen? Did I work it, this reality? And I was feeling a little guilty, like, that somehow your mom passed away and I was going to do the I didn't get to do the
0: NPR interview, and so you got to yeah. do it, and then it canceled again. Because so now I get to do I, it again sometime, hopefully.
2: No, I'm doing it tomorrow.
0: Oh, you're doing it tomorrow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, cool. So I'm doing it because it's in Nashville, and that's the easiest one. And I told him, I was like, hey, I think you can get Matt, but I think they needed to get it done. I don't know. Sweet. Uh, But anyway, so I— I really do think like there there is a. I, I, of course, I believe in Jesus. I'm 98 percent sure that this is reality and all this stuff. But there is like when Jess had, I've told you all this before. When my wife had breast cancer, I started feeling guilty because I thought, well, did did somehow I give this to her, and and now you know, uh, did I did I affect her by? Th- this sounds so absurd. I hate even talking like this. I thought is if this wasn't real, and I made it up, is it is it like a sadistic side of me that could if I if mm. I were to be the only person in this reality, you know? Because here's what here's why I disagree with you, Matt. That we're it, the Matrix style is that if it's this good, then I think each of us get our own reality. I, I do. I and the, all your friends and everybody that is around you is catered to who you are and what you like and what what you care about and all that stuff because it it always seems that way. Like it always seems like. This reality is catered to me. Just when the worst thing starts to happen, I get through it. Or when the bad things happen, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Or, you know, right when I need money, it shows up or it's the, you know, and I always attribute that to God. And like you said, we, I do believe when it says God created us, he created us out of his mind and out of his thoughts. So that, I mean, we could be just living in God's mind.
0: Well, I'm just saying there's no real difference there.
2: There's a very weird, strange, tiny little bit of me that feels sadistic. When stuff happens, like if this was my reality, then am I creating this? Mm-hmm. What does that mean about me? I know that sounds crazy and Joey, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, but are are you like fifty fifty on this or you really are getting more? No, and more I'm like I'm like a quarter of a percent gotcha. on this. Gotcha. But that quarter of a percent is pretty huge well, when I mean, you think he, about your yeah, all, he,
1: uh, all of reality. Yeah, no, totally. But like uh, if that's the case, couldn't you be less sad about messing stuff up because it's simulation anyway? What are you messing up? Well,
2: right. Uh, th- then what that would mean is that you guys aren't real and nobody's real. But I still think going back to what y'all said, I think it's real or something.
0: I, well, I mean, now it also just, that it's would imply that it I have a say, you, though. No matter. In any case, it it
2: would imply that I have a say in it, which I don't. I do. I don't believe that. Like. I feel strongly that, I, of course, I wouldn't want Matt's mom to pass away. I wouldn't want my wife to get cancer. I wouldn't want, you know, all these things. But I'm just saying, if it was all fake, why does all this stuff happen? That means it's to appease me or to keep me mm-hmm. in the simulation, and that makes me feel creepy. But this sounds so bizarre to all of our listeners. I want to change this. Subject. <laughs> I, feel so, I feel so stupid talking about this because, you know, I mean, it, I just do. Mm-hmm. Well, 100%. Well, now, now, so... With that being said, Matt, we're talking about science and stuff like that, but have you been able to, like, do anything, like, on your own with, uh, like, get any enjoyment? Like, you, you you said you've actually gotten some rest. Have you been being able to pay attention to any of your likes or, you know, like,
0: science or sports or anything like that, or has everything stopped? Yeah. Um. It's hard it's hard to find motivation to do almost anything for the most part and there's plenty plenty to do just to sit around to be with family and stuff like that. But I do want to talk about I don't know where we're at in the show or if we're gonna take a break or whatever, but I do want to get into this new discovery of the new uh planets that they found. I think I I got some stuff on that and uh I think it's quite interesting. So I'd love to discuss that in a little bit. But don't you let want me to take move- a break and talk about it? Uh, yeah, is that where we're at? I don't have, I don't have, I didn't know we were podcasting earlier. I don't have my computer. So I'm a little out of sorts, but I'm, I'm, yeah. Are we at break time?
2: Yeah. Let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about planets, not in our solar system. Got it. I like it. All right, everybody. Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers. I love this. Eliminating commission driven inflated prices. It's award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house has a sleek design and is delivered in a small, how did they do that size box? In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. The mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly on to you. Now, Matt, you know, we were talking earlier before we even went on. You've been sleeping on your mattress, your Casper mattress now for like a year or two and
0: Yeah, more than a year. Yeah, I was super happy to get back to it and lay down in it cuz it's comfortable. It's soft. I love the the way it it's just the right I think they say this in the thing. I don't have it in front of me, but it's, I think it's just the right sink and just the right bounce. That's that's right. It's a very very comfortable mattress and I'm very happy to be back home to sleep on it.
2: That's right. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It combines supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce, like Matt just said. Matt experiences it every night. Uh, With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. Uh, Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Try Casper, and this is the best part. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything designed, developed, assembled in the USA. Right now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com/bcpod and using promo code bcpod. And here's the, let me give that one more time. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com/bcpod and use promo code bcpod at checkout. That's casper.com/bcpod. B-C-P-O-D, promo code B-C-P-O-D for $50 off today. Excellent. And one more. I love Lyft. I use it almost every single time that I want to go up to the city. I live in Franklin, Tennessee, and, uh, you know, I want to go hang out with some friends, go to the bar, and I just, like, I don't want to drive back, you know, 20, 30 minutes uh, after I've had a couple beers. I want to be safe. I don't want to make a bad decision. I love using it when I come home from the airport, when we go on these Emory tours. Uh, and I just think it's just so good. And here's the thing about Lyft. It's just such a good service and and they've done it right. I mean, Lyft is an app basically that gets you a ride in minutes on demand 24 seven. And here's the thing for less than the cost of a cab. If you've tried Lyft, you know what I mean with Lyft. You just download the app, request a driver, and they show up in three and a half minutes on average. That's really fast. Everybody, Mm -hmm. every Lyft driver is fully vetted. Through their 10 point safety standard, including criminal and DMV background checks, and you know that you'll get around quickly and safely. Lyft drivers are rated after every ride, so only the best stick around. You don't have to worry about getting into a filthy car with some creepy dude. And I love this aspect too. With Lyft, you can tip in the app, which obviously leads to happier drivers. I mean, nine out of 10 Lyft drivers get a perfect five star rating from the passenger. It's just better all around. And thanks to Lyft, you've got an easy way to avoid drunk driving. You never have to bum a ride. You never have to worry about parking. A lot of people are actually getting rid of their cars and relying on Lyft to get around. And you know what? I don't blame them at all. So right now, Lyft is offering our listeners a special deal. Get three free rides up to $10 each. That's up to a $30 value when you enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN. Just download the free Lift app today and enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN in the payment section, and you'll start with three free rides up to $10 each. That's up to a $30 value. Lyft, L-Y-F-T, Lyft, such a good service. Do it now. Don't waste your time with anything else. Get in that car and drive and, you'll,
0: and ride in there, and, and you're going to love it. Right on. Thank you, Toby. Okay, so, uh, Billy, you want to roll the science music?
1: Astrophysics, Chemistry, Cellular Biology, Mathematics, Gravitation, Electromagnetism,
0: Evolution, and now it's time for Science Lessons for Christians, because when it comes to science, Christians are stupid. All right, did y'all hear about the new planets? Okay, so I I don't know if I have. Is that not a big big enough story? Y'all do not even y'all don't even know about it. Yeah, I don't
2: really know about them. I've heard about one planet that's real big. It's like seven times bigger than Earth, but I
0: haven't heard. When did?
1: Uh, I mean, it's just in the last week or two. that yeah, like
0: this in this last week here.
1: Uh, Joey, you heard about the story of the new planets, surely. I have not. I have good people gosh. dying dying right around me, so I haven't heard anything. I did hear <laughs> about the Oscars though. The Oscar mishap. Okay. That was huge.
0: (laughs) Oscar's huge. (laughs) You're right. Okay. So they found a new solar system, basically, that has planets in it. And some of the planets, they say, are very, very possible that, uh, you know, they have the conditions they believe that maybe could have life on them.
1: So it's a pretty big
0: discovery. And then— Now,
1: first off, is this a trick of the enemy? Yeah, Yeah. And second of all, did Jesus die for them, too? Do they have a separate savior?
2: Or did, Yeah, do they have Jesus on their planets? Did science know that yet? Is did he Jesus have to, on each planet? Well, did you have it, to
0: die twice? For sure, if they find life anywhere, it's still likely, much more likely that it's just cellular or bacterial or some very early form. So when, when I know in people's mind when they hear possible life <laughs> on another planet, they're thinking like a civilization of humanoid, you know. Aliens, but' because that's so much fun, man. Do you know what I'm saying like it doesn't have any impact on anything if you found bacteria on the backside of Jupiter right I mean what does that that means nothing like there's not right. there's very little ethical questions or spiritual questions involved should that should an asteroid pass by and you find a a you know some piece of fungus on it for, or something like that you know so this is interesting though because it's a there's it's a seven planets in a solar system around a star and they are uh could possibly have life on them, they say. And it's 39 light years away. So it's actually, is in our galaxy here. Um, and as far as cosmic things go, it's very, very close. So that's what makes it really interesting. But how, how did they just find them? Is it just a, a probe out there or a
2: a, a, tele, a giant telescope or something?
0: Yeah, so it's real interesting. Here, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how they discovered it. Um, did you say 39 light years? Yeah.
1: That's just so crazy. I just can't. No.
0: I got a bunch of numbers on that I want to talk about in a minute, but let's just talk about how they discover these planets. So basically, they are just observing the universe with telescopes and stuff like that, and they notice on this certain star that they were looking at in some way or another. And I don't this I'm I'm I don't have all these details perfect. I'm sure I may misspeak, but they essentially notice some irregular shadows there. It's like something blocking it. So it's very it's very interesting how you use science to whittle down to to make concrete. observations and, and turn it into something so they noticed basically something irregular there like a shadow the or uh, amount you know the amount of light coming off the thing was irregular in some data set somewhere and it was found yeah. notice the morning star yeah and so yeah. you know th- basically when the planets pass in front of the star they, they create like a shadow and so then they look back at the data charts and you notice oh that happens regularly Right? So you don't know something. Oh, an asteroid no. passed in front of a planet, uh, in front of a star sometime. Who knows? But it happens regularly at regular intervals. So now, now you did know. Did I misunderstand? How does data chart? Did I misunderstand what you said? Did I say data set, chart, chart, set Oh, or data chart? Char, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you said data yeah,
2: no. Nope. You
0: said data chart. My bad. No, but imagine that. So then they look back and they say, oh, there's a shadow. It's <laughs> been passing in front of a. Uh, this star, but it, with regularity. So, an Earth year, you know, would be three hundred sixty-five days. We pass in front of ours, so they notice that there's seven different ones, and they notice the interval with which they are. Which, from that, they can also calculate, you know, how, uh, you know, what the orbits actually are, what their orbital time is, and then from that, they can calculate the size of these planets based on. We serve an
1: organized God. Yeah, go ahead. And yeah. so, Jesus so that's
0: just deductive reasoning and math. <laughs> And, and logic there, so that's how they, they figure out what it is, and then it, they can calculate its density uh, you know, if they know the orbit and the size, they can calculate what the density must be, and then from that they can deduce therefore, it must be made of semi-rocky like they could tell if it was a gas planet because it'd be a giant for that same mass, so they could tell the size. so like now Venus, they can tell the density like data chart like- right. and so but would now a gassy they could-
1: planet be like Venus, is that one of them?
0: Yeah. So, like yeah. Gas? Okay. Well, no. I think Venus is more of a rocky planet, but something like Jupiter, and uh, I think is a big gas planet. I don't know. Gotcha. I, I'm not even sure, but a gas is less dense. Anyway, they can t- they, yep. they so they know just based on these shadows, and then all the kind of physics and math you can do that it, these are rocky planets that are this distance from from what it is, and they they say their masses are equal to Earth and Venus is similar to what they're like, and from the size of that sun. They know a lot about that sun now uh, that, that star, which is their sun. So now they can figure out what the temperatures must be possibly the ranges of the temperatures. And those temperatures look good too, like similar to Earth and Venus and Mars in that kind of range. So that on three of the planets they speculate is possible that there could be life at some life that we know could theoretically possibly exist, although it's in it's in that range. So that's how
1: they Th- discovered it. Three planets, three nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of correlation there. That's yeah, so have interesting. They, have they figured? Has science figured out how to like uh, do
2: salvation without Jesus? Not yet, but maybe if they do enough, <laughs> Cause it's because you can't, man. You know that. <laughs> Not yet. We're working towards it. <laughs> they can't. And I don't care if you. I don't care if you. Who who you are? <laughs> I don't care who who it is or what it what it might be. Okay. I mean, it's the goal of science. I know you got more information, but it's the goal, like. Uh, that we could live there that we would send people there mm-hmm. you think or is it just fun like i know that sounds dumb but like when somebody finds something right now is it just it's just exploration same as Ponce de leon finding the new land or whatever is that what this is that what stage we're at right now it's like very simple it's a ship or a telescope you know Ponce de leons or whoever Columbus's. uh it was just a ship that went and found some new stuff is that where we're at right now you don't yeah. know what it is but just trying to Find some
0: other stuff. It's an ambition that humans have uh, born out of, I guess, curiosity. So, like, I mean, if you look in the night sky with a telescope, you like it. You feel like you're looking at stuff. Now, you're a little bit sad because you go, well, I guess somebody else, is. there's nothing new for you to to discover, basically. So, that's a little bit of a bummer. But if you thought you could, you like discovering stuff, even though other people have already discovered it, still feels good. So, it's interesting. And people are willing to, obviously, like the explorers going to the new world, people are willing to risk a lot to uh to do it in fact did you not hear the other big story uh that elon musk and spacex are sending a couple of rich people to the moon and back next that's year did you hear that you didn't no, hear that story either wow
2: no, I, <laughs> I i guess i have to be honest i don't keep up with science
1: news as much uh, as i should but that's beyond know, science a- that's just Peterson people going to the moon the he what but, I just said I heard Adrian Peterson's not with the Vikings, so yeah. I am keeping up with some news. You, so you hear you what I'm say? saying? Human beings are going to fly private, no government. That's just crazy.
0: SpaceX, Elon Musk, flying two rich people that have, I don't know if they said who they are or how much they paid, approached him said, do you think we could fly around the moon and back? And they said, yes, and they're supposed to do it next year. I don't know more details Gee. on that one, but that's I would unbelievable. L- would you do that if it was free? I wouldn't. You would not? Yeah, of course I would. You feel like there's, that you're confident that that they wouldn't make a miscalculation or have an error in that voyage. I mean, you'd be slingshot. Yeah. them. I mean, I've no, way I, I, I bet they spent.
2: Uh, yeah. I, sp- I mean, why would you trust NASA more than just rich? You people? probably wouldn't even go skydiving,
1: Toby. That's like
0: saying you don't trust Uber over a taxi. Yeah, I wouldn't go skydiving. That's scary. But I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, it- <laughs> but you take a rocket around the moon. It's never even been done. I mean, you
1: know that. woof. Uh, I wouldn't do it. If you could go right now for free, you would do it. No, I would not. I mean, aren't we talking in the aren't we talking in the same sort of like u- Uber as to a taxi? Like you don't have any sort of differential on those. You would take an Uber over. So why are you thinking that like a private entity would be? Now, I wouldn't take less Uber. I take Lyft. Well, just <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, it's not, I mean, it's brand new. I don't, <laughs> wouldn't be the first person to test Bad out electricity I, wouldn't podcast, be, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be one of the first ten people to do any new thing. I put it that way. Yeah. ever uh, you know I just oh okay okay that's that
2: that's a good point like uh, would i be the first person to do i mean they, it? Yeah, the, probably you, not. the
0: government in 1969 sent neil armstrong and them up there but now some other company goes yeah i think we could pull that off you want to you want to ride in a rocket <laughs> no
2: way what's funny though is think about all the conspiracy people think that you know they there's a ton of people that think mm-hmm. that the earth is flat and that we've never been to the moon yeah and what is that? What's going what to change now? Here? I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, obviously, do you think? I mean, it they'll might deny be more it and say it was made and, up.
0: They'll just make more lies up to cover it, or what ifs, or can you can't I, prove I, this or whatever. I
2: thought uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast, and Neil deGrasse Tyson was on there, and he made a really good point. He was like, "If you can, like, we're studying other plant these planets you're talking about, and they might be livable, and we might could go there and mm-hmm. create what was it like Terra? Like, you know, like, uh, you know you, terraforming? Uh, t- terraforming." Mm-hmm. He said all the money and amount of time and everything that it would've cost that it that'll never happen because you you would just spend that on making Earth better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the, the so the only issue like the only issue with, uh, really, with finding a, another planet like Earth would just be if we
0: get so overpopulated that we would have to send people, or well, we could destroy it, or it could become climate change uninhabitable. I mean, there could be an asteroid coming in. We know in in seven hundred years from now, and it's not, unavoidable. Right. There's plenty of reasons why we need to get off the planet, and most people kind of think that we eventually will. We could go build space stations and live in, you know, outer orbit right here. But going to another yeah. solar system is a i mean there's big challenges there and that's what i wanted to talk about i wrote down if you can see my papers i did some uh actual calculations to talk about <laughs> what what it would take to get there because i think it's just very funny so this is <laughs> yeah love, you actually did some work on paper pen and paper that look is at my, awesome. this is my math this is what i do. <laughs> but yeah that is awesome i'm actually pretty impressed by this all right i'm ready to hear it okay um so basically, it's thirty nine light years away. So, is that close or far? You tell me. That seems close when you think about the universe, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's very far away. Yeah, I agree, okay. with Toby. Okay, thank you, Joey. So yeah, you you're know welcome. what that that light years mean? So you understand that means what? Thirty nine light it's years the, would be.
1: It's the amount of time that it takes light to travel in mm-hmm. a year. Yes. Yeah, so if you travel, or at or the it's speed. How, of light, it's how far it can travel in a year. That's one light year. That's so right. At light speed. Right. right. So
0: light travels yep. at light speed. But if you travel at light speed, yeah. you could get there in thirty-nine years, which doesn't seem bad. Now, of yeah. course, we don't travel at light speed. In fact, we're limited from tra- by uh, according to relativity, we're not even able to travel light speed if we wanted to. But we could travel ninety-nine percent theoretically the speed of light and get there in forty or fifty years. Right. God. So that could be now. That's where I find this. This is where this whole thing gets very, very, very interesting. Because now that we know that we're not theoretically locked off somewhere you could get in a generation, um, there's still massive problems This is where you're
2: bringing it back to Jesus. I I like this. I like where you're going.
0: What fraction of light speed do you think our fastest rocket uh, outer outer space? um, Well, it's Apollo 10 is the fastest thing that we've ever sent in space. And it's recorded of having a top speed somehow of, 24,000 miles an hour is how fast Apollo 10 was hurtling through space. Wow. Okay. What fraction of light speed is that?
1: Hmm. I'm going to guess like a 10,000.
0: Yeah. I'm going to guess 4%. So when we're traveling 24,000, and this is an unmanned Oh, I don't know what Apollo 10 was anyway. That's what I'm saying. I'm not the most well researched person. I don't know everything about science or space travel, but
1: hey 24,000
0: 24, miles an hour, the fastest thing we've ever been able to achieve so far as humans, is 0.003% percent, percent the speed of light. So we're good, Lord. No, so going that fast, we're nowhere near 1% of light speed. So now let's talk about how long it would take to get there. So, on our fastest spacecraft um I got this it would take to get this new planet on our fastest spacecraft or that that we do our manned one would uh be five point seven million years to get there <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not so, even worth i mean it's not even worth talking about it's just like well, our technology has to increase so right. and here's the thing is if you if you can't, all right, so you, uh, laugh away, but these are some probably going to be some goofy sounding thoughts. But even if you could go that fast, could you build a spacecraft that would be able to protect your human body as you're traveling mm-hmm. that fast? And aren't there places in space where? There's stuff floating around to where if you hit it, it's yeah, you're you're done. Yeah, there's I tons, mean, tons and tons and tons of problems, and maybe we solve some of them,
0: but it just it gets really really crazy, and the vastness of the universe and speed and all that just becomes mind blowing. So you you've heard before. Okay, so let's just talk about uh, the. Hey, hold
2: on one second. Joey's <laughs> follow up question really got me because so you're saying if you could come up with the techn- <laughs> technology. To go the speed of light, you still
0: wouldn't have the technology to avoid. To not crash into stuff. Avoid not to hit stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, if you created the technology. To, they got self-driving cars go down, down there on Earth,
0: but we can't steer just, in space. <laughs> yeah, like, like
2: you would just shoot an astronaut at light speed. No, think about go, it. go, dude, good luck, man. That's, <laughs> That's what Dan, I'm saying. It would be hard to, to. We just, don't it's have navigation.
1: Do. If you can get going that fast, I don't think, I don't, yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're joking around <laughs> about something that's a, a plausible thing to think about. I think that Joey might, might be kind of right on that one, but that is funny to
0: think about. So let's just think about what it would, what, how long it would take to, to, to do anything at, uh, at light speed. L- let's talk about the moon. How long do you think it would take to get to the moon at light speed? I've almost jumped on the moon one time. Okay, so the moon is one and a half light seconds. Away. Wow. Dang, that's pretty cool. So you can go to the moon in s two seconds and you still then and then thirty-nine years to this other planet. Good God. So then and the sun, you always hear it would if it went out, would we'd have light for another seven or eight minutes. That's how long it takes light to get to yeah. the sun. So let's uh <laughs> let's look at let's see what would be an interesting way to look at it. If you wanted to, let's say you wanted to drive a car to the moon, that'd take you a hundred and It'd take you, I think, I don't, I didn't write down the units. I think it'd take you 199 uh, days to get to the moon if you drove a car there. But light gets there in one and a half seconds. Wow! So if you went, if you were going at light speed, you could go around the Earth seven times in one second. Seven times! Golly! One second, you've circled the Earth seven times, basically. Yeah. And so, like Superman. So. If you wanted to go to Venus in a spacecraft, the next planet to us that we have now, it would take you 230 days to get to Venus on our current spacecrafts. It would take you, this is where it gets crazy, to get to the sun, it would take you two and a half years on our current spacecrafts to get to the next closest star to us. So there's a sun, and then the very next closest star in our own galaxy, Alpha Centauri, would take you 638,000 years on our spacecraft to get to the next closest star
1: to us, golly! And then this new planet, and and that and that star and that star is extremely close to us. <laughs> that's the crazy that's what I'm saying. Thing. That's
0: the whole thing about this is wow, those are close, right? Well, that's right. in our galaxy, 39 light years away, which is cosmically nothing.
1: You know what the closest galaxy to the Milky Way is? Can you name it? No, of course not. Hmm. Can you name another galaxy? Um, Spontuni, Spontunifus. And, have
0: you heard of Andromeda?
1: Yeah. You've heard yes, of that, that show.
0: That's our next closest galaxy. And it is, let me see, exactly, I don't want to miss say this. Um, Andromeda is the next closest galaxy to here. And it's 2.5 million light years away. God is good. Just,
1: I can't even wrap my mind around. So you can go up. to the earth. You
0: can go to you you'll pass the moon two seconds from now. God is good. He's an awesome God. And two and a half million years from
1: now, you'll be at the closest galaxy to us. Not to mention outer reach of space. Now just think of just think of that passage. Your your sin is as far as the east is from the west. Now think about that one now. Yeah. I mean, think about just how much you've been forgiven. That's a lot. Sin as yeah. far as the east is did, from the west. Did,
2: did Alpha Centauri heal the bleeding woman? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think I don't think Alpha Centauri did that, man.
0: <laughs> I've got more. If you want to know how far, I've got some other charts that could tell you how long it would take to get somewhere. But I won't bore you with more numbers. I know that'll get old. No,
2: I, I think this is—I I actually do think this is really interesting. Heck but yeah. I was going to say— do you think then that space travel as is, like a combustible engine or whatever we're using now, obviously is not gonna work, but do you think that space travel will actually happen? Like do you do you think that, that there is a chance it might be a thousand years, two thousand ten thousand years, whatever? Do you think that there will be a time where humans can leave Earth and go to one of these places? Or will it be, uh,
0: do you think there's a better chance of a wormhole scenario happening? Well, yeah, you would need something like that. It doesn't seem that there, I mean, the energy requirements alone are just absurd and it's so far off and hard to think. Again, we could make space stations and shuttle people up there to the moon or something we built in near orbit. Sure. We're sending people next year private citizens into space that next year i mean to the moon so very cool you know we're going places but there's the gulf is still you go oh that's we're almost there that's what i'm trying to tell you not at all so let's just talk about the energy requirements to to do this
1: well can i can i ask you a question real quick and you yeah. can give me a simple yes or no how how probable is a movie like elysium have you seen that like where they actually it's a man-made no, i just i know the trailer i know what you're talking about they build a thing up
0: to go yeah, to. So it's
1: like a man made place for rich people to live. It's yeah. big enough for That's, a thousand. We could do that. Yeah.
0: For sure we'll be able to do that. I mean, but and then will we be able to do there and then go to the next and build that from there, build to the next? And what, what will we be able to do? But the energy, if you wanted to take a spacecraft, um, I'll spare you the numbers on it, but the energy it would take to get a spacecraft up to even ten percent of light speed is more
1: energy. Let me guess a thousand atomic bombs. No,
0: it's like more than the whole earth uses in a year good like Gosh. the whole every all energy combined you just barely getting the spacecraft going so the apologists are right man that's the amount of fuel and energy it would take not to mention how would you carry the fuel but anyway we may be able to un- unlock it. nuclear technology you know we may be able to do that stuff but there's not i mean it's just way off from from anything and i just think the expansiveness and the size of the universe is you can just almost think about it forever that it would take you in a 747 it would take you six million years to get to the closest star from here. It's just mind-blowing. Not to mention, That's you know, unreal. again, you look up there, our closest galaxy is two and a half million. So so if you
2: got in a plane right now and headed, you would not arrive no matter what. Like, your bones would be gone. Yeah. They, everything would be gone. You would know <laughs> no, no existence whatsoever if you tried to head that. Matt, do you think that we live in a time where, like, is this the moment where... When we're grandparents and we're you know we're, we're older and we're talking to the grandkids, or whatever is this? Where we're like, yeah, oh, uh, I can remember when people didn't go travel to the moon. Yeah, like is, is is it is it move? Is technology moving so fast that our our uh, being enamored with? Oh my gosh, this is so amazing that we could do something like
0: this. Yeah, are we at that point where it's it, it'll look foolish? Yes, your your grandkids like in our lifetime, your grandkids, which you may see. Um they they'll probably go on their class trip instead of Washington DC they'll just go to the moon. You'll be that's a damn <laughs> expense. I got to sign a permission slip and pay how much? Oh gosh. <laughs> you know. Is there a chance uh, this is this
2: shows how old I am? Is there a chance that kids will take a field trip to the moon and they still have to share earbuds? Yeah, share earbuds. Yeah, yeah, share an earbud with the other person sitting beside you so you can listen to the new the new hit song or whatever. Yeah,
0: we'll need a bunch of new technologies, but here's a couple strategies for going far off. So, you know, you, you the one in science fiction always hypersleep, right? So suspended animation. So it doesn't matter if it right. co- takes 300 years to get there, you're suspended. So we don't have that technology, but maybe you could develop that. Because that, if all you're worried about is saving the human race from the inevitable planet, you could send somebody in hypersleep and then they repopulate. And maybe that makes us feel good enough that humans go on. That's actually pretty important, you know. Yeah, if the, if if most of the human race is extinct and we were able to go and send a few, you maybe you do that. Another one that would be interesting is a generational ship. There's been some sci-fi that does that, where they have a civilization that lives on a traveling space station and they just breed and continue going for hundreds of generations as they as they travel. And most of those people are just intermediates; they just got to be part of the people that lived on the spaceship that That'd was traveling. Cool. Yeah. So your great 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 gang, grandkids are still on on the the spacecraft that's on in. Route to 39 light years away, wow. traveling 10%. And then, how about this one? Why don't we just make a real little spacecraft and send some damn embryos, fire them off into space? Yeah. That would be a good way to do it.
1: Damn. Just send
0: some embryos and just that's it. Say, here comes the asteroid. We sent those embryos. They'll be there, and who never knows. And then when it lands, it'll. They'll go or whatever. I don't Life know. will find a way. Send Life a robot to away. raise up some embryos or whatever. A robot can last. I don't know.
2: Do y'all think there's any chance that, that that what you just said, is there any chance that that's why we're here? Absolutely. I mean, what percentage chance do you think some other civilization mm-hmm. light years away is more advanced than us and sent a rocket out here? And it landed a long time ago with some uh, dinosaur eggs and some other, you know, some embryos <laughs> and stuff I love like this.
0: that. And 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 then that's why we're here. Well, that's what they say about ancient Egypt, right, Joey? There's how else could they have built the pyramids unless what Toby just said? That's clearly the only way that could have happened. <laughs> For
1: sure, man. For sure, no. Stonehenge I mean, was, alone shows yeah. us that, shows that us is that's truth. clearly proven.
0: If you, do you seen how big the pyramids are? Clearly, that aliens did that. Exactly,
2: humans didn't do it. Not not regular humans. Joey, you still think you still think lasers can connect to all the pyramids and shoot something unbelievable into the sky? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it on YouTube. <laughs> it this just blows my mind because I just okay. First of all, like I I was just thinking right now, if they had this technology, like, let me ask you all a question. If they, if they came to you, would you take your family and get on a spaceship and head that way? Or would Mm -mm. so who would you think
0: some people would brother, I don't do anything without praying about it. Tons of people would just, there's, there's people signed up for Mars missions now. Like sign me up. I'll do it. I'll go. It's a one way trip. I'll never come back. I'll go tons of people.
2: You would have never done it. Like what if you were, you know, 21? years old and not married or anything do you think that would even not appeal me to you?
0: not me i i, I mean I'm, I'm glad that we have brave people or crazy people i wouldn't have i wouldn't have got on the explorership to come to america i just wouldn't <laughs> I, not in the first few couple of generations the uh, first few ships going across the atlantic i wouldn't have got in that you wouldn't either i guess you're right you're right i would not have i don't not like, what in the hell are they doing? No
2: way.
1: I don't care at all. But, I, I mean, I guess there stage are... stage in my life where I definitely would is if, like, my uh, family... Like, if I never had a family and I'm, like, older, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm never going to get married. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Why not? It's just kind of adventurous. That's not really the way it'll go. It'll be young
0: people dedicated that are seeking to be part of history that are going to sacrifice, potentially, a, their life and just to go, you know... I mean, that's the amazing thing about the human spirit. We have a lot of people on Earth like that that are willing to risk everything for just to be part of something. It's, it's really cool. It's a good thing about our species, but not me.
2: That's really funny, though. Joey thinks that all astronauts will be sleazy 48-year-olds <laughs> Yes, yeah, a bunch of six-year-old losers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just fat, slob yeah. guys. That have been How just, you doing, Andromeda? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm all out of uh, episodes of Walking Dead. Might as well go on up to Andromeda. Yeah. <laughs> i got nothing
1: else to do that's prime Just space program man. material right there <laughs> now, now matt let me let me ask you we joke around about all this and we propose different hypotheses and all that but if you were a betting man do you believe there is like intelligent thought somewhere else in the universe like civilizations of aliens. I
0: mean, I I believe that if there were, it was still so far off. That's what's obvious is it'd still be so far off from us being able to know it or them being able to know about us. It's so, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about this the very closest thing to here 39 light years again i'll say that again if there was a civilization as advanced as us or a little bit more they would it would still take them you know in the neighborhood of millions of years to get here just to see if we're here if they somehow knew or got lucky or maybe they headed off the wrong direction in the first place so it, i would like to say that the odds sound like it's very possible that there's some sort of life at least and then possibly if there's millions and millions of chances of life that one of those civilizations may be, turn into a civilization maybe but even still is a astronomically remote possibility that they we'd ever know it or they'd ever know it and if so they already we imagine they already would have been here is a, another way to look at it same with time travel
1: right i mean wouldn't we know it cuz they, you know you're actually saying that it's impossible for there, almost impossible for there to be technological advances that would make space travel uh way more convenient time-wise like it's just impossible there's no such thing
0: i mean again say we get to 20 percent the speed of light it's still way harder than finding the new world on a ship i mean you know you don't even know where you're going and what direction like even if we unlock some really good nuclear technologies in a couple hundred years if our civilization lasts that long even if that happened we don't know where to go yeah we don't know what's in any direction and what they've got how what 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 are we doing? Yeah. Go ahead and explore the universe. Go ahead and go forty billion light years in one direction. See what you see out there. I, and, and then and then let me know. Right. It, it, even if it, even if we had, even if there was millions of societies that advanced to our level, still there's not likely they'd find each other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But maybe. I mean, it could be. It's possible. But it Think, gets the real, thing I've
2: always thought is that Orion's Belt is a huge waste of space. It is. Let's move on, Matt. Thank you for bringing this knowledge to you. You I I mean, this is stuff that I don't think about that often. And I think when I think about the universe, it, it really does mess me up. Like it's just too much. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it. I know there's so much math and science and, and just unbelievable things that can happen. Even if you, uh, I mean, even if you go down to just the atom and just how huge everything is and how crazy it is, I just, I'm blown away. So I get scared really thinking about the universe because I go, I just, uh, I
0: can't yeah, even grasp right. my mind you around be it. be scared. It's like when you get in. The, Whatsoever. Like if you're out in the middle of the ocean and you hang your feet off the boat and think of how deep that water is, you know, that's a scary feeling. Uh, and now outer space.
1: Woo! That's right. Golly, man.
0: All right. Let's move on. Let's get to the best part of this podcast
2: real quick. You got We're, it. We still got time. All right. Kick the music, Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy, kick the music. In a world where you told a a Ryan's Belt joke, but it only got three stars. My name is Toby (laughs) (laughs) Morrell.
1: That's good, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) My
2: name is Toby Morrell. This is the damn news, okay? All right. All right. Uh, My first news comes from the old Huffington Post. And and I like this news article because it makes me feel like it, it backs up my theory that when you get old, you should really get crazy. Ninety-nine year ninety-nine year old woman gets arrested as a part of her bucket list. Nice. A ninety nine year a ninety-nine-year-old woman in the Netherlands decided she didn't want to die without getting in Dutch. So her niece got her arrested as a present. The woman identified as Annie told her niece that getting jailed and booked was something she has always wanted to do, but hadn't. So her obliging niece called up the police in uh, I'm not even going to say this city, but it was in a city near the German border, Nijmegen Zuid, a city near the German border. uh, Explained her aunt's unusual unusual request. The police were happy to oblige and drove to Annie's home last week, where they picked her up, put her in a police car, and drove her straight to the pokey. According to the LAD Bible, Annie was only behind bars for a few minutes, but seemed to enjoy the experience based on the photos on Facebook. Now, She's a freak boy. It, yeah, she is. She now, a Okay. So, so what do you guys think? Like, at like thinking about this, that was one of her bucket list things. Is there something on like that y'all is a part of your bucket list that isn't normal? Like, is there something that you would want to do before you die like, for example, I'm not going to jump out of an airplane. That is not something I want to do. It does not seem happy. There will not be enjoyment or, or or anything like that. I'm just not going to do that unless I want to die. I think I think if I jumped out of a plane, my heart would explode. I really do believe that. But is there something like a, a little tiny thing? Like, a, have you all ever been arrested? Would you want to be arrested? I've been arrested. It ain't fun. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like a good thing where I felt like, yeah, I accomplished something. I've, I felt like just devastated. But I mean is there something that y'all would want to do? Like we were just talking. No none of y'all wanted to go to the moon. No. Nope. None of want to do any deep space stuff. So is there mm-hmm. anything that really like you think do you even have a bucket list? No. Joey, you have one? No, nah, I just want to chill, man. Yeah, you did you don't even care, do you? Right. Like you've done it all. That's why you lounge. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to avoid leaving no, the country like again, personally. I,
1: I really well see that's where I'm different from you guys. With all your <laughs> traveling, like I really actually enjoy the thought of being able to go different places. But yeah, I don't have any like crazy things. Now I I would jump out of an airplane. I was telling Priscilla just the other day. I think I can make that. <laughs> I think I can make that split second decision because all you have to do is just. It's almost like ripping a bandaid off. Once mm-hmm. you jump, there's no turning back, and you can't do anything about it. I think I can make that first move, and I, I don't think I would regret it.
0: No, I wouldn't. I don't want to ever jump out of an airplane, but I will if I have to. Like, I I don't want to, but I, I don't think I would chicken out. So if I had to and all my friends were doing it, I will not chicken out. I'll do it. It'd be a cruel joke to make me do it or to, to challenge me or buy it for me. And I hope nobody ever does that because I don't, I, I tell myself I'm not a chicken. I'm not a wuss. I'll do it, but I don't want to. So I hope the opportunity never comes is the way I look at skydiving. That's interesting. But no, I don't, I'm not looking for any adventure like that. I don't even want to leave a country. Like I said. Yeah.
2: I, I I was trying to think when I read this article, like what would I, what is something that I'd want to accomplish that really, uh, uh, that that I could do, and I d- I don't really think of anything. Like I'm I'm really pretty happy doing what I what I've done. So I mean, I don't think there's anything that I would. There, there's nothing in my life that would feels like it would be that wanting that uh, I would just Joey and I both had it do written
0: it. down on our list that we just wanted to do a radio interview on NPR's All Things Considered. But I guess that's <laughs> maybe I'll still maybe that'll still happen. I did tell my family that I was going to do that, and they were so excited. I don't care, but they they were very excited about i tried like, you I told me know. I don't, i'm i glad for you to i don't care I, I don't care at all um but yeah that's just that's just the damn
2: simulation talking <laughs> Fuck, <I'm screwed. laughs> all right fox news i got one more for you guys um y'all remember rachel rachel dolezal mm-hmm. she was the she's the white woman who identifies as black yep this comes from fox news now she's jobless and may soon be
1: homeless oh my gosh
2: Rachel Dolezal, the infamous white woman for years, who for years passed herself off as an African-American and rose to become head of an NAACP branch, is now jobless, on food stamps, and expects to be soon homeless. A defiant Dolezal, 39, recounted her current plight to The Guardian. Dolezal said she's only been offered jobs in reality TV and porn. Wow. Wow. A friend helped her come up with the money for February's rent, and she doesn't know how she's going to pay for March and still doesn't say she's not, and still, and she still says she's not white. I do think a more complex label would be helpful, but we don't really have that vocabulary, Dolezal told the Garden Guardian. I feel like the idea of being trans black, trans black, mm-hmm. <laughs> would be much more accurate than I'm white because, you know, I'm not white. Calling myself black feels more accurate than saying I'm white. Dolazal was exposed in June 2015 when local television crew asked her the simple question, are you African-American? Pictures of a younger white-skinned and blonde-haired Dolezal soon surfaced and her story exploded. The formerly successful leader of the Spokane, uh, Matt, that's your neck of the woods, Spokane, Washington, NAACP chapter, and the university professor, uh, and a university professor, Dolezal, who once sued historically black, black Howard university for racial discrimination because she was white now says she's been turned down for a, for 100 jobs. And her memoir was rejected by 30 publishers before finding a taker. So she's writing a book and all that stuff. So what do y'all think about this? The, the immediate thing I think most people go to is that this is, she calls herself trans black and people, I think often call her foolish. She's silly she's stupid. You can't change races. But what she's saying and implying is that just like a transgender person, you say that you have a penis, but that you're not a male. Mm-hmm. Why can't I say I'm a white woman? And I'm not a white woman. Like, do, do y'all well, think there's any correlation there or she's
0: being just ridiculous? Something I always think about is that you, we treat adults weird. I think we treat kids and adults, we exaggerate the way we treat them. So I believe that we treat We don't treat children enough like adults, and we don't treat adults enough like children. So when I hear this, I think if we get the words right, in time, I think some of this trans everything will kind of work itself out, Uh, and I'll tread lightly even, but if this whole story sounds like a trap. By the way, any jokes or things right. I would say, I feel like hey, well, we so, <laughs> That's so true. That's um, so but, true. But, I'm but you, if, if, if you say trans black, then then I know what you're talking about. I can handle that, and anybody can do whatever they want to. If you if you say I'm a trans male, I, I know what you mean. That I accept that. That's totally okay. You know what I mean? Like it, that having that qualifier word works, and I'm not making fun. But so, for instance, you would have no problem with her telling you. Um, like a co- a kid would do, I'm pretend black, like I'm not I'm not belittling that. Right. That's what that's what that's what it is. I'm choosing to play this role and be this, and this is what I want to do. That is okay. I don't have it. I don't really even think that's that crazy. Um, and I think it's just like, you know, children play or pretend. Uh, I think she probably has is not. I mean, you know, she getting a bunch of notoriety is not really good for people often. I think this is a case of that. If she's a Scott Stapp, didn't he have problems and didn't he go homeless and you know, sometimes notoriety and all this stuff and you hear people they you know, she she may have some confusion on stuff, but she's been treated pretty poorly for by a lot of America. I believe that must be really hard to handle. Like she got hated on severely. For totally something I, that I think is just something she wanted to do, and I, even if she was confused, I'm okay with that or even I, it doesn't matter it's you know i I think she got a lot of bad treatment, so well, that's what I was gonna say it's almost like she's she's <laughs> been hated by most of
2: america she does- i mean she's living on food stamps and not i mean like she's she's i mean a lot of stuff that she's going through right now mm-hmm. it is like what is plaguing the ba- the black community i mean it's kind of crazy I just wonder like is there is there a precedent because of what's happening when people say "I am what I am"? Does she have a say? And if so, then why would why would people hate her so much? Yeah, I mean, I, why w-
0: why would people hate her if she actually was trying to help the black community or just you know do what she, what I mean? she like wants she, to do? She doesn't deserve that the hate that, that she gets. Right, but yeah. on the other hand, if there's an if people take this too far, and I believe it will work itself out, there is some yeah. limit to where people say, "Wait a minute, you don't get to just." If I'm black, you don't get to just say you're black. It feels like you're pretending, like you're mocking me or something. Right. And, and same thing with some transgender stuff. To some degree, it's like at some point for some people, there will be instances where it's, it will be seen as insulting to the gender or the community or, the, or the, even right. the legitimate people who feel like they were born the wrong way. Uh, or something like that, and, and there's all manner of stuff, and I really do believe that stuff is a spectrum, and there's all manner of acceptable things there, but that doesn't also mean there's not some mentally ill people or some jerks doing it too. That's possible, right? But I feel bad J- for her. Like I feel like she's gotten a lot of hate, and now she's down and out. But what's she supposed to do? Go work at Subway? I don't know. Right. And Joey, you would just say she needs Jesus, right? She, th- I mean, she thinks she's a famous person. She is a famous person, and what is she supposed to? What's she qualified to do though? Nothing. No. Yeah.
2: Joey, you just think she needs Jesus. Well,
0: yeah. That's your answer.
2: Is that your answer to like ninety-nine percent of anything that happens? Yeah, and the fruit will be the
1: telling story. So Amen. The fruit will be Amen. the telling
2: story. Amen. That that is the damn news. Thank you guys for listening and joining this Appreciate it. I know it's not like science and super intense or anything like that, but uh, you know, I just I'm about the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm about. So thank you guys for for sitting through that and I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. We love the damn news. and But most importantly, we love you. We love you. And in addition to that, we love the BC Club. So for those of you that haven't joined the club, the list is building up. We are, we're going to have an oh. ass load of names to read at some point because we're Good getting everything Lord, reorganized. Yes. I mean, we can't even keep up with the list. It's, it's surpassed Santa's list, and it's almost surpassing <laughs> the book of life here in a second. So Amen. lots of people. Amen. You can go to thebcclub.com and all sorts of ways to support us just by shopping on Amazon. Uh, hey, a lot of people go follow us on Twitter, by the way. It's at XBadChristianX. And uh, I, Toby, you may have a blessing that you want to send people off on, but I want to send off people on a blessing as well. So you can be a blessing after my blessing. I just want to say for people. Mine's from,
2: from the Beloved's bosom. But yeah, okay. go ahead. <laughs>
1: I want to encourage everyone to thank God for protecting you from what Hallelujah. you from what you thought you wanted, mm. uh. and bl- and blessing you with what Preach. you what you didn't know you needed. Oh! <laughs> and then, and then, last but not least, least be blessed. Not less, not but not <laughs> last but not less, be blessed and be a blessing uh, from <laughs> from the bosom
2: from the bosom of our God. Amen. <laughs>